welcome to This Week in Video Games, Episode 2. My name is Tom Kershaw, and I hope you're having a good week. This is a podcast all about video games, and this week we'll take a look at the news, initial thoughts on Resident Evil 2, charts, and what we've got coming up next week. And if we've got time, we'll fit in what else I'm enjoying in media this week. So if you want to get involved in the show, email us on podcast at thisweekinvideogames.com. Right, first up, let's get into the news. So this weekend just passed, the Anthem uh, VIP weekend happened. So it kicked off uh, giving players an early look at the game, um, with the VIP demo starting on Friday, January 25th, through to yesterday, uh, Sunday the 27th. The game looks to be well-received by players, with many saying they're having lots of fun, the experience is better than expected. Um, we've got a quote here from Chad Robertson, the head of life service at Bioware. He's saying, It's been incredibly humbling to see so many people watching along with us on Twitch. Over 300k concurrent viewers yesterday and over 100 million minutes watched. Those are Fortnite type numbers. Thanks for your support. Our goal is to get everyone into the demo having fun together. So Anthem, it appears on many people's most anticipated lists for 2019. But many of these lists tend to contain reservations, uh, maybe due to the ambition of the game. Many have tried and find the live game model hard to keep up with the appetite for content from the gaming community. But if you can crack that model, then it does have the potential to change the landscape of the games industry. So on Friday, players experienced some issues getting into the game. Again, Chad Robertson said, uh, We've been testing the entire game and platform for several months, but there are a few things we missed. Real-world play frequently leads to unexpected issues. Day one server issues aren't new to AAA game releases. Uh, although they frustrated some players, these live tests are a good opportunity for companies to discover and fix issues. So I'm sure teams in Bioware will be running a post-mortem on what happened and then prioritising fixes based on uh, the events of this weekend, especially with the open beta coming up next week. So as I mentioned the open beta, that starts on Friday the 1st of February and goes through to Sunday uh, February the 3rd. And then finally the game releases on Friday the 22nd of February 2019. And yeah, I'm, I must say I caught some streams over the weekend. It looks really good. Uh, like I said before, uh, a lot of people initially were had reservations about Anthem. I think looking at the track record of EA, microtransactions, what they did with Star Wars Battlefront 2, and and Bioware as well. I think I think the last Mass Effect game wasn't as well received as the original trilogy. So I'm going to jump into the open beta this weekend on February the 1st. Hopefully next week we'll dive into some initial impressions. So looking forward to that one. Next up we've got Metroid Prime 4 development rebooted. So Nintendo announced that the development um, team for Metroid Prime 4 has been rebooted to meet the standards Nintendo fans expect of the Metroid Prime sequel. In a video published on Nintendo's official YouTube channel, Shinya Takahashi announced uh, the update to the development team changes and the impact that that decision uh, will have on the release schedule. So Shinya said, the current development process has not reached the standards we expect from Metroid Prime sequel. Uh, Metroid Prime 4 was originally announced at E3 2017. Uh, the gameplay wasn't shown, but there was a teaser 
trailer with atmospheric music and logo coming in. So we haven't seen any actual gameplay yet, but it's clear that Nintendo have been monitoring the developments of the game, and I guess they feel it's not up to not up to their standards, so they're they're rebooting it. So Nintendo did announce at the time that the game was in development, and they never actually announced the release date. I think we all hoped that it might be coming in 2019. However, that looks pretty unlikely now, as the change in development team will certainly impact the release schedule. The good news is Kensuke Tanabe, the producer behind the original Metroid Prime series for Nintendo in collaboration with Retro Studios, will now be taking on Metroid Prime 4 for the Nintendo Switch. Although the game will be delayed, it's good to see Nintendo recognise that the game wasn't going in the direction perhaps they would have wanted and made this decision. The end result will likely be a better game for the Metroid franchise and uh, for the fans I think this can only really be a good thing. Next up, Nintendo announced some indies coming to Nintendo Switch in 2019. So in a video released on their official channel on the 23rd of January, they showed off some of the latest indie titles coming to Switch. So indies boomed in 2018 with hits like Celeste, Dead Cells, Hollow Knight, Stardew Valley, Gris, Undertale and Into the Breach. And many of these games making the industry top 10 uh, for the year, especially well, Celeste, uh, Into the Breach, uh, Stardew Valley as well, it's a classic Hollow Knight. I mean, Nintendo really knocked it out of the park with their indie lineup in 2018. With such a strong showing for first party titles in 2017, including Mario Odyssey, The Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild, Mario Kart Splatoon 2, 2018 was a little underwhelming on the first party front with a lineup that included Kirby, Mario Tennis, and Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Although recently, Super Smash Bros. broke all kinds of records for sales in December. I think it was around the 3.5 to 4 million sold in, in December alone. So that's, those are unbelievable numbers. Nintendo's indie lineup certainly helped fill those gaps last year with many people wanting to play their favourite game on the move. So Nintendo's indie showcase included CrossCode, which is a 16-bit sci-fi action RPG. Uh, it's getting some great press at the moment and uh, great reviews. I think it originally came out on PC on September 20th last year and it looks like it's cut from the same cloth as The Legend of Zelda Link to the Past 16-bit graphics, although it's got that kind of sci-fi feel. The great news is this port includes exclusive Nintendo Switch content and yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to playing this one. The next one that caught my eye uh, was called Inmost. It's an atmospheric puzzle platformer. Again, 16-bit. The tagline for this is something is lurking and it's coming to Nintendo Switch. So there's creepy music and visuals. and It kind of reminded me of Celeste. But yeah, that looks really good. Next up, we've got one of the weirdest games I've ever seen in Goat Simulator. Uh, and this one looks utterly bonkers. Some of the things that you see in the trailer include a giraffe flying from a chopper, microwave on legs. The game's out now and includes all the DLC so far. Uh, also announced by Nintendo, we've got Unruly Heroes, which is a turn-based strategy game. Uh, Wargroove, uh, which is a rhythm game crossed with a shooter. Double Kick Heroes, a construction game when ski lifts go wrong, and Steam World Quest. So it looks like a good start to 2019 on the uh, Indies front from Nintendo.
Finally in the news, we've got a story about Cyberpunk's creative director has moved to Blizzard. One of the most exciting announcements of 2018 was CD Projekt Red's Cyberpunk 2077. They showed off a great demo at E3 last year, and it looks like the creative director is moving to Blizzard according to Reset Era's forum. Sebastian Stepien updated his LinkedIn profile to state he's joining Blizzard, and it'll be interesting to see what's coming next for Cyberpunk 2077. So that's it for the news this week. Next we're going to move on to my initial thoughts for the Resident Evil 2 Remake. So I picked up Resident Evil 2 Remake for PS4 uh, over the weekend. I hadn't played the original Resident Evil games before, so I was looking forward to jumping into this one with a fresh perspective. So you've got a choice at the start of the game to play with uh, Leon S. Kennedy or Claire Redfield. Uh, the game's set in Raccoon City and the setting is dark wet from the rain, with zombies lurking around every corner. There's three difficulty settings, Assisted, Standard and Hardcore. Uh, having not played before, I picked Standard Mode and ventured into the city with Leon. Graphics are great, uh, especially the lighting effects as you roam around the police station with a torch. Torch doesn't give you too much light and the textures come into their own when the scenes turn gory. Uh, there's blood splatters walls, debris everywhere, really giving you a sense of the recent chaos. The sound is also excellent as you hear zombies banging against windows, crawling around the hallways, moaning and groaning. So the graphics and the sound really kind of take you in, take you into the moment and uh, yeah, really good. The gameplay is a mixture of survival, action, puzzles and exploration. You've got to keep an eye on your ammo reserves as every bullet counts. Uh, so I panicked on occasion, emptied my magazine into, into an oncoming zombie, only to have another one come round the corner and try and eat me. There's limited space in your inventory, so you'll be travelling back and forth to your item box to store items. Uh, this is something that I only really learnt a few hours into the game. Uh, so make sure you use your item box and uh, yeah, store things away. As you progress through the rooms, you can pick up pouches to boost your item space, allowing you to carry more stuff. The puzzles are relatively straightforward, but ultimately satisfying. And I'm sure as you progress in the game, things are going to get a little bit more difficult. I really like the way story points emerge as you work your way through the game, in terms of notes being left behind by people who've left the building, the computer terminals, and various clues you kind of find around. So that's really nice. I'm not normally one for horror games or movies, and to me, this game's genuinely scary. Uh, make sure you board up those windows, otherwise zombies will be crashing through and going after your brains. So I'm about four hours in and I'm enjoying my time so far uh, and looking forward to making some meaningful progress this week. So hopefully next week we'll have a review ready and uh, I'll let you know how I get on. So the Resident Evil 2 Remake is available now for PS4, Xbox One and PC. So what about you? Are you playing Resident Evil 2? What's your initial thoughts? Uh, which character did you pick and how are you getting on? Uh, send in your comments and questions to podcast at thisweekinvideogames.com Right, let's take a look at the charts next. Uh, this is for the week ending 26th of January 2019 and it's across all platforms. So at number 10 we've got Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy. Number 9 we've got Grand Theft Auto 5 and unbelievable, I mean how long how long has this game been in the top 10? Number 8, we've got Mario Kart 8 Deluxe for Nintendo Switch. 
Uh, I imagine that's been boosted by a lot of Christmas sales, but it's still hanging on in there. Number seven, we've got Super Smash Bros Ultimate. As I mentioned before, it had a really strong December in terms of numbers, uh, but it looks like it seems to be falling out of the charts now. Number six, we've got Ace Combat 7, Skies Unknown. Number five, we've got FIFA 19. Number four, we've got New Super Mario Bros U Deluxe, which is down four places from last week, so it looks like it could be dropping down the charts pretty quickly. Number three, we've got Call of Duty Black Ops 4, which I think has consistently stayed in the top three uh, since it came out. Number two, we've got Red Dead Redemption 2. And then straight in at number one, Resident Evil 2. So a really good showing from Resident Evil 2 in its first week. Capcom must be pleased. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see if any more remakes from the card. Uh, I know there's rumours going around of Resident Evil 3 perhaps being remade. Uh, but we'll have to see what's coming next from Capcom. I know there's some DLC coming soon uh, for Resident Evil 2 Remake, so we'll have to, uh, yeah, when that's out, we'll uh, talk about it on the show. So next, uh, we're going to have a look at what's coming out this week. So January the 29th, uh, we've got Genesis Alpha 1 on PC, PS4 and Xbox. And of course, we've got Kingdom Hearts 3, that's on PC, PS4 and Xbox as well. Now. I haven't played the Kingdom Hearts series before, and I feel a little bit underqualified to kind of delve into the uh, the series. But um, what about you? Are you are you playing Kingdom Hearts three? Uh, let me know at podcast at thisweekinvideogames.com. January thirty first, we've got Four Honor Year Three Season One. That's on PC, PS four, and Xbox. Also, we've got Warbital. That's on PC. Then February the 1st, we've got Ace Combat 7, Skies Unknown, that's on PC. That's already come out for consoles. Then we've got DreamWorks Dragon's Dawn of New Riders, that's PC, PS4, Xbox and Switch. Then we've got uh, Song of Memories on PS4. And finally, we've got the Anthem Open Demo, that's on PS4, Xbox One and PC. And that's also coming out on February the 1st. Now, I say, out of all these coming out this week, I think I'm probably most excited for the Anthem Open demo. Uh, having missed out on the VIP demo this weekend, yeah, I'm really looking forward to jumping into Anthem, having enjoyed some of the streams that I watched. And uh, yeah, a lot of people saying it's better than they expected. So I'll let you know my initial thoughts uh, next week. Right, now time for what else I'm enjoying in media. So there's one thing, one thing only at the minute. That's True Detective Season 3. Uh, it's back to its uh, dark best from Season 1. If you're like me and saw True Detective Season 2 and you're kind of thinking, should I kind of jump back into Season 3? I really recommend it. Right from the get-go, it sucks you in uh, with a multi-timeline approach and it really harks back to what was great about Season 1. Okay, so that's it for This Week in Video Games Episode 2. Thank you very much for joining us, everyone. And uh, don't forget to email us on podcast at thisweekinvideogames.com and I'll see you next week.